Hey there, teacher friends. This is Kara Rickman from Create Your Balance with Literacy. I am so excited to share this time with you today. I'm a 22-year veteran teacher turned coach, mentor, and trader to help teachers develop their craft in teaching cross-curricular. I cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks with you today. Are you ready to take your classroom to the next level? Let's get started. Today's podcast is all about math workshop and how to set up your math stations. If you've ever wanted to start math workshop with math stations but didn't know where to start, you're in luck. I hope this podcast will help you gain the confidence, organization, and tools to help you succeed. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Here are some questions that you need to ask yourself about starting math workshop. How long is my math block? How many kids do I want at each group? What activities do I want to have? What manipulatives do I need? How many minutes should I make for each rotation? Do I have math literature, anchor charts, and a calendar? How many math rotations do I want to manage? These are some things that I think are relevant to what Math Workshop is and isn't. Math Workshop is not a curriculum, just assessments, same level for all students, using the same activities or games, using the same manipulatives, taught in less than 90 minutes, unorganized chaos, crazy transitions, a free-for-all, just whole group, just small group, and it's not engaging for students. Math Workshop is a framework. It can be used with any math curriculum. It's taught in 90 minutes or more. It's organized classroom management, having smooth transitions with four to five different rotations. It's differentiated. It includes calendar time, taught whole group and small group, Introducing new skills and reinforcing the old skills. Taught using math literature and anchor charts. Integrating technology. Taught using songs, chants, and poems. Taught using your standards, of course. Using your pre- and post-assessments to drive your data for your groups. Teaching responsibility, how to clean up and how to put away, and time management. Working together and team efforts. Playing and teaching each other using accountable math talk. Using the skills taught from the lesson in different ways to understand the math concepts. And above all, having fun and being engaged. So here's a rundown of my math block. First, I start with calendar, which is 5 to 10 minutes. And then I have a whole group mini lesson. My mini lesson is about 20 minutes long. During the mini lesson, I go over... The, the new skill on the smart board. My students have their whiteboards on their laps on the carpet. We're practicing the new skill. And then I will read a math story for the day. We touch our schema and we say, why is the story about math? And while I'm reading the story, they have to make an inference about why the story is about math. And they are writing down something on their whiteboard about math. It can be a number bond. It can be an equation. It can be a picture, it can be place value, or anything about math that they want. And after that, I will introduce what they're going to do for math journal and independent practice. So each rotation is 10, minute long, 10 minutes long. I have independent practice, teacher table, math tubs, journal, technology. My whole math block is 90 minutes long. 
Do you have your favorite math manipulatives that you use? I sure do. My favorites are the holiday erasers from Target. You can use them with tons of math games and switch them out for each holiday. The kids love them. Some other math manipulatives I like to use are double dice, chip trays, transparent spinners, geoboards, number tiles, dominoes, base 10 blocks, snap cubes, Judy clocks, decks of cards, pattern blocks, 2 and 3D shapes, Legos, and plastic animals. For example, farm animals, dinosaurs, teddy bears. If you haven't used any math toolboxes before, I highly recommend having them for fast finishers. They can count, add, subtract, sort, compare, measure, and more. Inside of my math toolbox, I have snap cubes, tape measure, coins, dice, base 10 blocks, greater than less than sign, number tiles, red yellow counters, 10 frames, transparent spinners, Judy clock, linking chains, and Legos. The students know whenever they finish their work and they still have extra time in their rotation, they can go get their math toolbox and they can explore their toolbox. I always begin my math block with my calendar. So here's my routine. I start off with today is, yesterday was, and tomorrow will be. We do weather poems. We count coins. We say money poems. We count how many days of school we have been here. We sing the continent song, the 50 nifty states song. We tell time. And then we talk about unknown numbers using the wreck and wreck. In the portal, you will see under the weather thematic unit are my weather poems. I love, love, love using math literature during my math lesson. There are a ton of great math books out there. We always, like I said, touch our schema and say, why is the story about math? And then they have to respond on their whiteboard. Some of my favorite math books are The Button Box, Tally O'Malley, Lemonade for Sale, Measuring Penny, The Great Graph Contest, Tally Cat Keeps Track, and there's much, much more. I love using anchor charts that are interactive. We use post-it notes so the kids can take ownership of their anchor chart as well. I pre-make the anchor charts with the border, the title, and with pictures. The students are, all have their post-it notes and they respond on the post-it notes and then they post them on the anchor chart. This way, they still feel like they are making the anchor chart themselves. Okay, launching the workshop, day one through five. I always start with manipulatives. I use bear counters, pattern blocks, Legos, snap cubes, or erasers. We practice how to take care of them and how to put them away. This will help them with math tubs and independent practice. They stay at their desk and I rotate the manipulatives five times. So they know there are five rotations. I set the timer for only five minutes and then add minutes from there. I also have a doorbell that I ring before I rotate the tubs and that way they know to listen for the doorbell to rotate. Days five through 10, I will add in interactive notebook, technology, and math tubs. After you feel like your students have a handle on your manipulatives, they're taking care of them and putting them away, then you can add in the next three math stations. Don't add these unless your class is following the rules and procedures that you have set to the T. If they're not, you can tell them 
we will not be unlocking new rotations until we do this one correctly, however long it takes. After they get the journal and independent practice and math tubs going smoothly, the last rotation is going to be teacher table. That way, I can still walk around and I can monitor all the stations while they are working quietly. I wait until the last math station to add teacher table. Here are some rules they have to follow. We also work on voice level during this time. When I feel like they are ready, I add in my teacher table. Some of the activities for I do for teacher table, I always teach them before I introduce them in the math tubs. We play games like bump, in and out. We do lots of graphing exercises, subtraction, addition. And if you're interested in any of these resources that I'm telling you about, look in the math workshop section in your portal. And underneath there, you will see all of my math resources. If you'd like to differentiate your math tubs, here's an idea. You can have three different colors with numbers on them. Green is below level, red is on level, and yellow is above level. You can put colored dot stickers on your students' desks, and that will tell them which tub that they are allowed to play in. You can use your math assessments to decide who needs what reinforcement or extension. This works great. Let your data drive your decision. Your goal can be for the green kids to move to the red tub, and the red tub kids to move to the yellow tub. And then you can switch these out weekly. And there you have it. Now you know how to organize your math stations and which games and activities to start with. You will love doing math this way and your students will too. If you are interested in learning more about my math rotations, check out my webinar in the portal under the math workshop section. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.